0: Eight. Eight. Eight.
1: It's headphones nailed!
0: what's up guys and welcome back to my follow-up review and second in my month of horror movie reviews for october of 2022 so this review is going to be the 1922 film nosferatu which brought or which was the first introduction of vampires and count dracula into um modern cinema so granted it was a silent film and it relied a lot on um title cards for storytelling and conversation and dialogue and all that but it is notable because it did translate the original count dracula story into film format um it was all but that doesn't mean it wasn't without issue in that in order to get around copyright issues and trademarks and all of the legal stuff they ended up changing a lot of the names from the original film into other names so that they could say it's not actually Dracula it's a, oh, another story even though everything else pretty much stayed the same so if you watch Nosferatu first and then Dracula the nineteen 1930- thirty. Or so, film Dracula with uh, Bella Lugosi. You'll see that a lot of them were a lot of both films are pretty much the same, except the Bella Lugosi Dracula was the actual official production of the film. Um, it uses of actual names from the novel and all of that. But when you see it, or when you see both films, you'll see how similar. Both films actually are as far as set design, costumes, locations, uh, structures, and all of that. Because they're within about 10 or 15 years from each other. So not much has changed really in that time. There are minimal changes here and there, sure. But with the introduction of um, talkies or movies with um, actual dialogue, that is one of those things where... Dracula actually shines over the original um Nosferatu shines more in I want to say some of the visual elements as far as locations the visual of Dracula as a vampire or undead person um Dracula with Bela Lugosi relies more on the human uh counter Dracula side some of the various animals he can transform into and things like that but very little of his of the vampire undead part of it so there is that notable difference. Um, the other thing is that Nosferatu relies a lot on musical cues. So you get the, a lot of dramatical changes and things like that, like you see in modern cinema, where um, you have audio clues for changes and stuff and um, mood and effect and things like that. So when you're in the beginning of the film and you have the lawyer and I guess his wife or sister or something like that are happy you have a more upbeat and positive tone but when you're dealing with um, uh, things like Dracula and more uh, moody events and uneasiness you have more dramatic music so the film does pay a lot of attention to things like that so while it does not have the ability for the actress to talk it does have other options to make use of the film being pretty good. Um, Other than that you do have actors uh, relying on their facial cues and act and uh, physical acting over their speech so there is that. So overall most of the actors do play very well. The only one that really didn't stand out as a follow up to my Dracula review was um, the guy who played the lawyer who was going to help finish up the paperwork um, for Count Dracula buying the house in his hometown. Um, Is basically the Reinfeld character from um, D- Dracula, but in Nosferatu, um, his acting was really over the top, and I want to say like en- enigmatic, happy, and didn't really match anything else related to what was going on in the film. So while you know his wife or whoever was happy, he'd be overtly happy, like he had just heard the best news of his life. Um, same thing with like getting the job for um count dracula wanting to buy the new house or count olock or olaf or whatever or orlock wanting to buy the house and things like that um his acting generally just felt out of sync with the acting of the rest of the cast.
1: ready to pop the question
0: And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. But once you get through later parts of the film, everything seems to normalize and um, level out quite a bit so the rest of the film worked out fine I think in my memory of Dracula it was my acting of the the acting of the um, Nosferatu Reinfeld character that was actually standing out that the acting didn't really match the rest of the film but once we started getting less of him the film actually generally felt a lot better and I actually enjoyed the rest of the film that much better Nosferatu also shines in that it uses title cards to separate out the movie into different acts. So I think the last was it basically ended at five acts or something like that. Five or six, basically, it separated out the movie into like five or six chapters. So you kind you kind of have a progress of what's going on and the changes in um, the movie throughout the film itself. And that's actually something I was kind of I'm hoping that dracula would do where you have like the prologue with reinfeld um going to getting into the town and the townspeople not wanting him to go up to dracula's castle act two is kind of the introduction and filing out the paperwork and so on and so forth throughout the movie um the other thing that i kind of would have wanted dracula to incorporate was some of those visual and location cues or a lot more of it where it feels like Nosferatu hashed that out a lot more than Dracula did not to say that Dracula's was not any was bad but it just feels like you Dracula was more location um specific and like individual, individually focused where Nosferatu felt more grand and had a felt like it had a little bit more scope for the time and was more overarching for locations and places and things like that so those two things I think stand out as what make Nosferatu a better film. Um, Dracula definitely stands out because you do have Dracula interacting more, speaking. Um, you have Bella Lugosi's affectation as far as speaking with other characters works, and um, a generally more level cast and more better interaction with between the characters, notably like Dracula and Van Helsing and all of that. With Nosferatu, granted, it's one of those things where it's like it's the first of the of the um, Dracula films, so of course they're gonna they're kind of paving the way, but um, so not everything is gonna work as well as they want, and then of course avoiding the legal entanglements, they change stuff just to make it try to get around that sort of stuff. But for me, Dracula actually hashes out a lot of that stuff. the vis- the visual quality is better. Um, being able to speak makes things better, and whatever um technolog- technological improvements they were able to make in that 10 years or so between the films was able to be better incorporated so that they can make a better dracula film that's true to the source material and of course it helps having the blessing of the um dracula estate to make the movie so they don't have to worry about that and they are encouraged to stay closer to the source material than nosferatu was ever able to do Um, so if I was to grade the film, I would give Nosferatu a grade of about, I want to say about a 75 to 80%. It was a good film. They, once you get out of basically the first and I want to say the first two acts, then the rest of the film actually works out nicely. It's basically, I think the first, twenty or thirty minutes of the film that's kind of awkward to watch because of the one lawyer guy's acting. But once you start having less of him and you're focusing more on Dracula, um the Mina character, the other lawyers, I guess the ship people and all of those kinds of characters, then you're able to have a better film and it actually balances out a lot better um for a silent film. By the end of it, and for me, having only a soundtrack it is, it does get kind of annoying, and it is a little bit annoying to have to read the title cards to get through stuff, but that's more of a modern me problem than a film problem. But in general, overall, the film is good, so if they ever find more of the camera negatives, which I guess were destroyed in the, Lego- in the Dracula estate's efforts to get rid of the film because it's an unofficial production, then I would like to see kind of a remastered version of the original just to clean it up. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to do, you know, like a 4K conversion to it, but basically just clean up the film, level out the visual quality so you can, you know, separate day and night and things like that and just generally make it look like a more visually appealing film. Um, I did watch the film on Google TV, so I guess it was a... I guess someone did try to clean it up and normalize it a little bit, but things like you do have cue card or cue colors in some of the shots where, you know, so, like daytime shots are given more yellow, nighttime shots are more blue, and then some stuff is in black and white. So it's kind of awkward to watch it like that. So it would be nice to have something that's kind of not like that, but more naturally normalized, even though it's all in black and white that's where Dracula is the better recommendation of a film to watch just because it um, looks and sounds and feels more modern of a black and white film than Nosferatu does. So as far as recommendations, um, if you're a Dracula or a vampire uh, fan, then I'd recommend watching it so you have that like basically to be a completionist. But otherwise I would or if you don't care if you want the better of the films i would recommend watching um dracula instead it is the better of the two films in my opinion at least so definitely that over dracula over nosferatu but if you are or if you are you know for example a fan of the silent film industry then nosferatu might be the better watch or if you just want to watch the first ever vampire film then that's where nosferatu would shine so that's all there is for this particular review. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or anything like that, you can comment on this post on Twitter at Patel one The website is headphonesmeal.reviews. For past episodes, subscription links, supporting the show, and all of that good But thanks for tuning into this particular episode, and until next time.